to the BZ podcast. We have missed y'all. Um, thank you for reaching out and letting us know how much we are missed. Uh, y'all keep us on our dean. And this is Zay, as always. I'm sitting here with my wonderful, beautiful, awesome co-host, <laughs> Britt. Uh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for being patient with us, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> shit happens. Yes. <laughs> Shit happens. Yes, it does. But we're back nonetheless, and uh, it's been uh two weeks. What is it? Two weeks? Or was Sound it one like week? That. It's like one week or something. It'd be feeling like forever. <laughs> it does feel like forever. Um, I guess we just started. How you doing, Britt? What's going on? Um, okay. My my neck is like killing me. For real? Like I need I need a I need a massage. That's that. This is thirty. This is thirty joint, yo. There's just the phantom pain. Yeah, like and it's it's actually like necessary. It's not like I just want one. Like, no, I need it. You I a, actually need one. You've gotten one before, right? Like, yeah, yeah a few yeah. times. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. What's that like? I've gotten one. Oh, you only been one time? I've only been once. Every time I go, though, it's like something happens. Yeah, <laughs> that's like <laughs> what. Yeah, I do advise anybody who's never had one, definitely go. And if you go, get them hot stones, boy. Them <laughs> the hot, hot stones. stones. Them hot stones is everything. <laughs> I swear. I've had different ones. I've had some where I was completely naked, and I've had others where I was completely clothed. So every single time, it's something different. Like a- Anything stand out? Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> you know I'm following up with a story of my own. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, my very first one, I was completely naked. And the woman who was massaging me, like, ever she was just like, oh, like, you know, like, you're so limber. Because, like, I, like, I'm not super tight. I usually just have, like, one area because um, I do stretch a lot. So I remember, like, she was, like, going up my legs. And, like, like you know, her hands are on each side of my leg. I was, like, laying on my stomach. And then her fingers, <laughs> like, ma'am. And she got up to the <laughs> up to the top. I'm like, oh, she going to hit my coochie. Like, <laughs> And then, like, she went down. So I was like, ooh, that was a close call. So then, oh. like, she went up and down a few times. And a few times. With her little fingertips. Ooh, you're like, so nimble. He's so nimble. Shut up. That makes it Them weirder. Them fingertips. Them fingertips hit my pots. I was my like, pot. ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Um, was it uncomfortable? Like, did you feel, like, super uncomfortable? I felt uncomfortable for her. Like, girl. <laughs> You ever think about like all the bodies they've seen and touched? Like, just imagine. Yeah, they probably get really gross. Bodies exactly. Like, just imagine. Stuff. Just imagine like going home after a day's work. Like, you work at McDonald's, you gotta wash the fry smell off of you. You come <laughs> home after massaging thirty people in one day. Like, you fucking oh, you washing off just, ugh, just, just bodies. <laughs> Nothing but right. bodies. Right. Every one time. Um... Me and Bree, we were in Atlantic City, and I had like a terrible headache. So he was just like, he didn't know it was like my birthday. He didn't know what to do. He's just like, like let's just go get a massage. Like I don't know, like we're on the boardwalk, you know, like one of those random massage shops. Uh-huh. So we go in, and that's like I have like we had our clothes on. Um, and I remember there she was massaging. She's like, oh, your body's so nice. I'm like, you don't gotta tell me <laughs> how nice my body is while you're massaging me, ma'am. Like, oh, wow. but I'm like, they're probably getting a bunch of like old, gross. Of course. You know, just like, uh, so they're probably getting like, thank God, finally in. somebody I don't mind touching. Uh, you imagine having to touch <laughs> um, people for, for a profession? Right. Mm. And then, like, of course, the first time, um, my last massage, it was a black woman. 
Why can't we? Why we gotta do this? Uh, why happened? can't we do right by our own? Why can't we do right by our own people? Like the massage was nice, but it wasn't forty five minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, they cut you short. Yeah, like first of all, it started ten minutes late. I got there, I had to wait for like ten minutes, and then as she did it, whatever, and then like I swear we were only like twenty five minutes in, so. Really, this is 35 minutes in because I waited 10 minutes. Uh, and 25 minutes in, then she's like, all right, now I just want you to lay and just breathe in all the goodness and exhale all the badness. Oh, she hit you <laughs> with the like namaste, badness, the namaste. Yeah, she's just like, you know, just sit and relax and, you know, just think about, you know, just how light you feel. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, all right. So I laid <laughs> it for like <laughs> three minutes. She all moving around, cleaning up and shit. I'm like, well, bitch, I can't really relax. Getting you the fuck out of here. That's what she was trying to do. Moving stuff around. I'm like, maybe I'm the last appointment for the day. Right. Like, maybe she's trying to clean. I'm like, all right. So then, like, seven minutes passed. So I opened my eyes. She put, like, some little thing over my eyes to keep it, like, dark. Uh-huh. So I lifted that shit up and peeked, like, well, <laughs> are you coming back? <laughs> so then... Like, maybe two minutes later, she's like, all right, Brittany, you can get up. You're done. Oh, oh bitch, I ain't need to. Done. That's the one you got off the Groupon, right? I ain't the 10 minutes while that's you, the you got, making noise. That's the one you got off of Groupon, right? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, you know they be like, bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's just her normal or if it's because of Groupon, but bitch don't have no Groupon. Shit. All right. But then I was like, maybe she thought I was going to tip. Because, you know, they always think niggas ain't going to tip. Tip your ass. Mm. All right. So the first one I went to uh, was sometime last year. I think it was around my, it might have been around my birthday last year. So I don't know what to expect. Now, I'm going to be completely transparent. You live with your, your husband, obviously. Does your husband, I think this is like a running thing. Does your husband have like at least one pair of underwear that is just like, why you still have these? Have you ever seen that? I think everyone has a pair of underwear and it's like, why do I still have these? Right. (laughs) But the thing, I think the difference is with women, we actually throw them away. Mm. All right. (laughs) (laughs) They don't get thrown away, y'all. They do not get thrown away on the other side. (laughs) Yeah, so listen, y'all. Listen, 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 listen. So we already started, right? Oh, no, yeah. I make sure I exfoliate, <laughs> like I scrub oh, I was down, good. the feet are scrubbed, everything. I was like. good. All right, now, first of all, I keep my socks on. <laughs> y'all nigga got ugly ass feet. Don't touch them shits, yo. Don't touch them. Don't touch them, them talons. Oh, my God. Right. So I get there, right, and and walk in, and they say, keep everything on. Keep, uh, keep your underwear on. Just go down your underwear. I'm like, cool. You know what I mean? So I lay down. I laid down, and yo, know, the underwear wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't that okay. bad. It was a little rip. It was a little rip, <laughs> like by the thigh, by the thigh, inside thigh area, <laughs> right? Should be up in there anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um, lay down. It's like they playing this like super, super tranquil music. Smell good yeah. in there. It's a little Asian lady. All right, first off, mm-hmm. so I'm laying down. And she gets on top. I can't see nothing. You know how your face through the little hole or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she start going to work. First of all, I love- Maybe she gets on top. Like she- All right. So there was times where I'm getting this massage and I don't know what's happening behind me. I right. just feel points of contact on like the, the bed that yeah. we're laying on. Yeah. And like I'm counting the points of contact and I have no idea what position this woman is in. 
Like, <laughs> like I'm like, how the fuck is she doing that? There's like seven points of contact on the damn bed, and uh-huh. somehow like she's still there's still two on my back. Like mm-hmm. there's not enough. You don't have enough limbs, so I have no idea right. what you're doing. Right? Yeah. Um, I like my massages like like fuck me up, yo. Like fuck me mm-hmm. up. Like make that shit hurt. Punch me in the back of my head. Slap the back oh, of my no. ball. That's it. Like fuck my shit up. I had this little white girl massage me one time. She was so little, but so strong. Yo, that's what <laughs> like, I was about to say. I was bruised. Yo. I had to ask her. I said, like, can you lighten up just a little bit, please? <laughs> I, I guess the massage, because um, at my old job, um, where I worked at this fitness center, they had a spa there, and one of the members bought me a massage, and I guess he got me the deep tissue or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, do that. I was like, oh, I don't want that one. <laughs> give me the regular i know that's what they pay for but yeah no that's what i was about to say yo their hands are mm-hmm. so strong and there was times yeah. where like she was massaging the shit out of like my part my my like my arm was shaking like trying to like <laughs> let go of that yeah. tension ah, but you i ain't want to say knot. shit i'm like nah i ain't no i ain't no punk nigga. bring it <laughs> so um so she's massaging she bust out the, the hot stones the hot stones was everything Mm-hmm. Um, and then she told me to turn over. So now I'm like panicking a little bit because I know the underwear ain't really, ain't really mm-hmm. up to par what it should be. Like, <laughs> right? So I turned over, right? Mm-hmm. And they start stretching your legs. So like she picked one of my legs up, mm-hmm. and I know, I, I absolutely know that like a ball sack, like hold me, <laughs> like, <laughs> like hold me, just flopped. Just flopped out of the little, <laughs> poked out a little hole. I just kept oh, my, you know what I'm saying? I just kept my eyes closed, like I ain't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody see that. Ain't say nothing, yo. Oh, but yeah, I came out of that joint. I was feeling amazing, yo. Massages. Yeah. I, I definitely will go back, and if I do go back, I will have a decent pair of underwear on. <laughs> and that's that's my uh, live and you learn, right? That's my massage story. <laughs> I I just need a little neck massage right now, just. In the chair, real quick, just mm-hmm. keep sleeping wrong. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, what what's happened in the week? What have we missed? I know we're gonna be kind of late nonsense. for things, but it's still just fresh. A bunch of nonsense. You said what? I said just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. That's all that's happening. What's the what's what did I just show you last night? I saw that guy that got pulled over and they said there was cocaine on top of his car. He was speeding and there was cocaine on top How? of his car. Oh, it is it he made a wet cocaine paste and <sighs> smeared it on top of his car. Yeah. Is that what he did? Was he doing lines while he was driving? Off but the hood of his still, whip? Like it's powder, so bird shit is like paste. Like it dries up. It looks like wet paint. They like, talked like about they paint. tested it. They tested it and it turned I pink. test you got nigga, yeah, shit. <laughs> right? Congra- <laughs> congratulations, a, of you tested bird poop. Of course it had a chemical reaction. Like, wow, this is what we're doing now? Uh, okay. I mean, well, we've been doing it. We've been doing but, it. But, like, bird poop? <laughs> That's a new one. Oh, uh, well, this just then, I guess this was yesterday, the new Jeffrey Epstein, uh, quote, unquote, committed suicide. Bullshit. Yeah. Shit was gonna happen. I'm so mad. You sent me an article and I didn't get to read it. What was that about? Yeah, it was from Vigilant Citizen. It's a website. Um, I think it's run by a black guy. Um, he just like writes articles in reference to like the Illuminati and the secret societies and the parts that they play mm-hmm. um with these celebrities and people in power. I mean, some of the articles are like, eh, but some of them are like, yeah, like mm-hmm. it, they they're pretty valid. 
Um, so this one, he did an article on Jeffrey Epstein. Is it Epstein or Epstein? Who cares? He gone. Uh, yeah, he gives shit. a fuck. Fuck that dude. Anyway, um, he was trafficking young girls, basically. Uh, getting kind of like Gar Kelly, sending people out to find to like recruit them and all that. Yeah, but then it turned to basically like he has an island. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly where, but he would bring the girls there. They had like secret tunnels, like because somebody flew a drone, I think, over there, Mm. and they had pictures of like weird shit. It's like weird symbolic stuff. Um, like I said, like underground shit and. Just weird things, and then he had this book of all these celebrities that were affiliated with him. That, um, I think they used Clinton's planes. Clinton's planes used to, or jet, whatever he oh, has, man. used to be flying over there. And like Trump's affiliated, Clinton's affiliated. David Blaine was on the list. I was like, oh, oh wow. what are we doing? <laughs> he yeah, had even a like, list of everybody. Like, yeah, there was like a he had like a book or something with all these people's names in it. Um, I guess this is before, you know, smartphones and stuff, and they would just write people's names and numbers down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, even some women were, like, a part of this, too. Oh, which wow. Which was like, oh. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, basically they were saying with, with him being in jail, um, and this ain't the first time he done got caught on this shit, but with him being in jail now, you know, they're worried about him talking. So the first suicide attempt, they're saying that's probably somebody coming to off his ass, mm-hmm. and they were supposed to be, you know, watching him. But of course, even if that's the case, if these people in power, they can just pay someone, or who knows what connections they had to be able to get in there, yeah, and kill that nigga. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Either way, whether he killed himself or whether they killed him, it's some bullshit. Because I was like, yes, yeah, right, like, finally. Finally, yeah, we're gonna see this shit go. Well, down. nah, there was no we're way. We're gonna see it go down. There was no I was way like, for me. I was like, but I just always wonder when it's finally like, all right, finally. Uh-huh. Like, maybe this is the time. Of course not. Of course not. That's why I saw that yesterday. I said, motherfucker. Like, you know how many people, there, there was no way they were gonna let him walk out of that joint. I don't know. I just had a little bit of hope. Yeah. I just wanted to. I yeah, they take that shit out. And I, somebody came to him and was like, nigga, either you do it or we doing it. So, we, what you wanna do? I promise you, like, once I found out he was locked up and how big this possibly could be and how many people can get, imp- what is it, implicated? Yeah. Like, implicated in this? I said, oh, he's he's gone. He's a goner. Get him the <laughs> fuck out of here. Fuck. Yeah, there's definitely, like, Hollywood full of it, bro. Hollywood full of it. The government's full of it. All that nasty shit. All that, mm-hmm. all that pedophilia. Like I do wonder when it is going to get exposed. Like really exposed. Yeah. This is probably like the biggest one though. I so know. like we were all just waiting for it. And maybe hoping. they can, maybe hopefully they can find some information to like put some other people. Oh, they clean all like that in- shit up. They sent the SWAT team. They clean all <laughs> that shit up. That shit looked like a. That shit, they turn that shit into like a daycare or some shit. Like his house Shut is, up. his house he got said a daycare. straight up. It's probably childproof. <laughs> it probably got the little plugs you put into the fucking wall that you can't Liza, electrocute. Just... All right, we're done. We are so done with this topic. I'm now. just saying, he cleaned that shit <laughs> he up. Did not baby proof that joint. Oh yeah. Um, what else happened? Oh, just the other day, I came across. Well, you had to seen everybody seen it. That list of well, I read an article. I had an article sent to me saying um. Panera and Krispy Kreme finally admitted ties with Nazi Germany or like their money is was involved back then. And then when like, did oh, they admit that? To whom? Uh, I think I still did they admit it. that to what? Hold on, let me see if I can find it. 
Wait up, wait up, wait up. Like, what? How did that conversation go? Yeah, yeah, we're with the Nazis, what? I think it was just out, and they were. it was in the New York Post. I'll read a little bit of it. I'm bringing it up now. Give me a second. Said family behind Krispy Kreme Panera Bread admits to Nazi ties. The German family behind Krispy Kreme Donuts Panera Bread Pret a Manger and Einstein Brothers Bagels has finally come clean about their reported connection to the Nazis. Quote, it's all correct, said Reinman family spokesman Peter Harf, one of the two managing partners of J.A.B. Holdings, a private conglomerate. I've never seen conglomerate like written. Nigga. <laughs> I'm happy I got that off. But you ain't got finished reading this bullshit. Right. Are we are we surprised? No. Who cares? They it's, all are. I just assume all of them are with some fuck shit. Right? The money came from somewhere. And if you know like they the bullshit that happened. Some fuck shit. Yeah, but they released that 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 list, yo, and one of the ones that was on there was Wendy's and I heard somebody say, Not the faux faux faux. Not my faux faux faux. I feel like all those big companies are so incestuous. It's like they're all at the end of the day ran by the same like three people. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh what else is on there? KFC, I don't and care about everything. K- yeah, I don't care all, about KFC. Everything, all the fast foods. I was like, what is yeah. this fast food list? All the like, shit we eating. <laughs> all the shit in the hood. It's like every single one though. Lisa Popeyes wasn't on there. I fuck with Popeyes. Fuck KFC. Um, <laughs> I don't want Taco Bell. The Waffle House is on there. I was confused or actually surprised confused. about that. <laughs> they got waffles. McDonald's was on there. No more nuggets. Shit, yes, they're on there. No more nuggets. Yeah, I guess you just gotta assume like every Fortune 500 company got some little nasty backslid money at some point in the <laughs> some point in their history. Mm-hmm. And then too, I mean, with Trump, the main thing besides all the racist shit, the main thing that he does is cut tax breaks for wealthy people. So of course, companies are going to agree with his policies. So yeah. it's not like it's oh my god, so shocking. You know, like, yeah. it benefits them at the end of the day because they're not worried about nothing but money. So they overlook all that other stuff because, you know, <laughs> they, they said, want to they, hoard more money. Them niggas said, you ain't going to stop getting that cheddar broccoli soup, though. Yeah, we'll admit it. <laughs> we'll admit <laughs> it, but you're still going to eat this expensive hospital food. Promise you. <laughs> Panera, yo, it's something, yo. They they make a regular-ass sandwich, charge you thirteen thirteen fifty for yeah, it. Yeah, I never... I've only eaten there maybe twice in my life. I never, I never like, conveniently had one around me either, though. Yeah. Them so Krispy Kremes. You I, like donuts? I, like, I do, but Krispy Kreme be too much. Like, I can eat one, and then I feel a little nauseous. Them shit's like, like... There's no way I could eat two in a row. Yeah. They're, like, too, like, I don't know. It's nothing but they're, sugar. There's no texture. They're, like, they're so mushy. Yeah. And I can't. No shit just melting your <laughs> mouth. I don't like that texture. <laughs> <She> said, <"Ugh." laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, um, we're late on it, but it's still a topic. Uh, the mass shootings that's happened in the past month. Um, Dayton, Ohio. El Paso, Texas, that garlic festival in California. I think there was another one. Forgive us for not. There's another Walmart name. shooting. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember where, but it happened like a week before the most recent two. Yeah, so our condolences to everybody affected. It's really sad, uh, and it's just happening way too yeah, often. Yeah, and then like what? Um, a few days later, we're like taking children's parents. 
Yeah, that is a thing too. That's yo. Know. So it's like the, you know, especially like the Mexican community because it seems like it's happening mostly over there right now. Mm-hmm. They're already knowing that. Oh, somebody said, was it the Walmart one where he said he was targeting? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He this nigga drove nine nine hundred miles to Texas just to target. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know. It that. was like a lot of miles. I'm I'm so probably mess. wrong, but so it's like yeah, that happened. That's a hit to their community knowing that you know people are trying you know what i mean yeah like targeting them like that and then you know not a few days later you have them swooping in raiding taking their parents while they're at school so it's just like no i can't imagine how their community's feeling right now that's a lot yeah they're going through a lot um the language that the mass shooter used for the texas one that was that was targeting mexican immigrant families or whatever and just mexicans period um, was a lot of the same language we've heard our own president use, talking about the invasion uh, as it pertains to immigrants. And I don't know, you, you can't not draw a correlation between what some of the some of the verbiage this president's used and the way it's affecting people that do have mental health. That's another thing I want to talk about, you know. We we get mad. The running theme is whenever a a white person does it or a white male does it, they they call it mental health. It still is mental health. In order mm-hmm. to do that, in order to like enact that type of atrocity, there's something wrong in your brain. So it right. is mental health. Like regardless of what you might say, it might be hate hate uh hateful, hate filled, or whatever. But there is something wrong with this person's brain to to enact that so that narrative we kind of need to get away from that because it turns into a mass shooting happens oh it's a white male and they call it mental health but when a black male well first ain't no black males really doing mass suicide so we mass mm-hmm. mass shootings i'm sorry um it's getting old and it just seems like it's a cycle of us caring in the moment and nothing happens and then until it happens again and the conversation just kind of right. just keeps repeating itself. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what we do with this. Like, do we take away the semi-automatic guns and for a start? <laughs> Shit, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I was laughing at Trevor Noah, and he said, um, "What did he say?" He said something to the degree of um, one of the guns that he had could shoot. I think it was a hundred bullets and. I don't know what the time was. It was like a, a short, extremely short amount of time. It can let off a hundred rounds. Yeah. And he was like, if you need, because people always try to say for hunting, for hunting. Like if you need that much you ammunition. Yeah. Like you fucking suck. You need like, to get better shots. So. Seriously. That's why it just makes no sense. Like you, yeah. when would, in what situation would you need something like that? Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, for the for the gun enthusiasts and you know the people the people that have these guns that don't do these things i think their biggest fear is that once you start putting legislation in that allows the government to come and take a gun no matter what it's just like a slippery slope and they're just super afraid that the civilians won't be able to protect themselves and that's going to open the floodgates slippery slope though you know like we have things now that we have regulated that could have turned into a slippery slope. They regulated cigarettes. Oh, you know what I mean? Like they put an age limit. Now they're moving it to some places to 21. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, are you afraid that they're going to make them illegal? Like, 
no, like it's it's not at the end of the day, it's not something that's good for you. Um, so them regulating guns, I mean, it's like you're putting the guns over people of what matters. Mm. Cuz it's like, yeah, okay, they you might have that fear, but you can have the fear about a lot of things at the end of the day. Mm. You know, what's the benefit for all of us? Yeah. Uh and the, you know what else? It's like, okay, you go I right, first of all, the and I don't know what, what the statistic is. I should have I should have looked it up. But just how many guns are out on the market? Just in circulation, illegal ones, ones that are registered, this, that, and the third. Like, it's impossible to go and try to take all those away. Yeah. Right? You're not just going to go into people's house and, and try to take all those like away. Or it's like not even take them away, just stop selling them. That's and know? that's what I'm getting yeah. to. That's what I'm getting to. We're still producing more guns. Yeah. And the loopholes in the system of attaining guns, like if I go to get a gun at a gun shop, you got to do the background <laughs> at check. At Walmart. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to Walmart. We'll talk about Walmart in a second. Um, <laughs> if I go and try to get a gun legally, you know, they do a background check, this, that, and the third. There are things in place that, you know, tries to vet you on whether you should be having this gun or not. Mm-hmm. But if I go to a gun show, mm-hmm. none of that shit happens. No, nope. I can walk into a gun show. There's no background check. It's It's just a money exchange. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's where the biggest loophole is. And they don't stop manufacturing these motherfuckers. These mm-hmm. motherfuckers still at, at like a, the highest clip, you know. Um, when are we just going to cut off the manufacturing of them? When when are we right. going to go to the companies that's making them? Smith and Wesson, whoever's making them, I don't know who make these shits. But like, it's just like that's enough. There's enough out here. We're done. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. You don't need to do no more. Uh, yeah. I saw Walmart was was taken down. Uh, yeah. Our our president tried to say it was a uh, mental health and video games and issue the stop of selling violent video games. So Walmart is not stopping selling violent video games, but they are just taking away the promotions. Like, so if there's like a, a poster or something with a guy with a gun, <laughs> let me be completely honest. Oh, how helpful. Yeah. Right. Great. <laughs> uh, I'll be completely real. San Andreas. I'm a mass murderer. I'm a, right. I'm a mass murderer in San Andreas. Right. Everybody can get it. Prostitutes can get it. Somebody walking down the street, everybody getting lit up. That's mm-hmm. never translated in my brain to go into real but, life, you know? But how long has violent acts existed before video games? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, the first person <laughs> to have a stick and another person who didn't have a stick. You know what I mean? Like, that's since like the how beginning many of the time. have we had without Call of Duty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, call Metal it. Gear Solid, right? <laughs> call it <laughs> right. That was the shit, yo. But not that. I mean, like wars existed. These guns have existed way before all these mass shootings. And there is something to be said. Why is it happening so often here? It's a sick society. That's why. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Mentally, uh, physically, you know what I mean. Like it's almost everything that is available to us is harmful in some sort of way. So. We're breeding a sick society and, and certain messages are getting through and people are acting on it. And I think people need to be held accountable for the type of shit they said. When you sit up here and you're, you're, you said invasion a thousand times, people are going to feel invaded. Uh, it's whew, way to bullshit that fucking response, Mr. President. I know. You see, they have those um, bulletproof backpacks. They're going to shoot you in the front. I mean, or what kids walk around with their backpacks on all day. I was like, it's a good effort, but 
still not very practical. It's all these fucking workarounds just to keep your gun. Like, why are we right? manufacturing it's, a yeah, like that's backpack? how. Like, how sick is that? I know exactly. Like, like let's get to the bottom of it. Exactly. I do understand the fear of the government coming to take your guns and you not being able to protect yourself, but enough is enough. Something has to happen. Just do something. I want something to happen. I don't like. I want some sort of change. Instill something. I, people just have such little faith too in humanity because it's like, yeah. what are you prepping for? Yeah. God damn! Like when when hard times fall, the most invasion. Time people want to work together. The quote unquote invasion. Yeah, that's what they're prepping I think for. You think about when you see um, these towns that are ravaged by a flood or mm-hmm. fire or whatever. People come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? They come together and share and try to help each other out. It's not instant war. <laughs> like and it's like everybody's always prepping for that when shit goes down, it's like mm. it's gonna immediately be, you know, everybody just turning into savages. Yeah. Um and like you said, just the, the rhetoric and the words that are being said are what's making people Well, it's a play on fear. I mean, there's been so many times throughout our recent history, like oh, starting with the Y two K scare, that dumb shit. People were gearing up then thinking that society was going to crumble and nah. it was going to be all out warfare. And I'm like, I just remember thinking back then there's different time zones. Hello. <laughs> Are we really that self sent Like, we're so self-absorbed. We think that, oh, my God. I was scared a little like, bit. I was scared a little bit. I don't know. Why? Well. Yeah. I knew back then. And I'm like, why are these adults not thinking of this? There's different time zones. You go to the east. They're like how many hours ahead of us? <laughs> well, that just means it's going to hit the. It's going. It's going to hit well, the fan three saying, hours but, early. No, but that's Kelly. what I'm saying though. You can look at them and see what's happening, and then act <laughs> accordingly. So it's like, all right, what's have, even for California? They can look at the east coast. What's happening over there? All right, let's hurry up and make some changes. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't understand how they thought. Or just I remember taking my computer and setting the shit to 2000. I wanted to see what would happen, and nothing happened. And I was like, okay. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on a weird yeah, on a weird note, I think uh, you know they play on fears, uh, so they run narratives to invoke fears that help sales. Um, we shop out of our fears pretty much. Fear we never have enough clothes, so we keep buying clothes just on Eat the bread. simplest form. You said what? Bread and milk. <laughs> bread and milk. <laughs> bread, bread, milk, cheese, eggs. <laughs> I'll get you through. We gotta buy some bread. <clears throat> they always buy all the bread. Oh. Um, <laughs> Like, why is that the first thing? Because bread is the shit. Anytime there's a storm coming, all the bread is gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not all the water. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Like, what about water? Oh, you should have saw my mom, like, when, like, the first terrorist attack happened in 9-11. We had so much uh-huh. water. We had nothing. Really? She was just buying nothing but my water. My mom yo. didn't even come pick me up from school. <laughs> yeah. Ten minutes away from the Pentagon. No, she didn't come. Oh, you were right there. My brother was there. My brother was in DC. He was going to Howard. He was going to Howard. My mom was losing her shit. Yeah, my mom didn't come get me. She's like, I was asleep. Everybody else's parents was coming. My father was flying. He was in the sky when that shit happened. So that was that was scary. Yeah, that's nerve wracking. Oh, what about Biden? <laughs> oh yeah, now we dipping into politics. Senile um, ass. Yo, go sit down. It's it's thing. just messy. Yo, do you want to tell people what happened or if oh, they saw how it? he was giving? I don't even know what where he was speaking. I just heard the clip of him. Saying, oh wait, before that happens, before we go that, yeah. just to tie up this uh shooting. Did you hear uh the backlash Neil deGrasse Tyson got? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have it here. So he tweeted 
when these last two uh mass shootings happened. He said, in the past 48 hours, the USA horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings. On average, across any 48 hours, we also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, 40 to homicide via handgun. And he said, often our emotions respond to the spectacle more than the data, right? So we got a lot of backlash off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he then came back and said, uh, my intent was to offer object- was to offer objectively true information that might help shape conversations and reactions to preventable ways we die. I apologize for not knowing in advance what effect my tweet could have on you. I am therefore thankful for the candor and depth of critical reactions shared in my Twitter feed. That wasn't enough for a lot of people, so people were still up in arms. But it made me think, it made me think, um, obviously, he's a scientist, so, like, the way he's going to speak on things is probably the void of emotion. He's going to, like, bring you facts. So I can understand people, you know, who are just hearing this information and not coming from that perspective having an issue or, or, you know, reacting in an emotional way. But I think he kind of is right. And it made me think, like, back in June, Chicago had, like, 52 shootings in one weekend. 10 kills. At that clip, like you're halfway there for, I think the El Paso one was 20 people killed. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, it just seems like we never really look at it with perspective and it doesn't make it right. But there's people, I, I'm only, I'm not picking on Chicago, but there's people dying nonstop. And it just because it's not happening in the same hour window, it's still happening at a crazy rate. And it's mm-hmm. not only until it all happens at once. We're like, oh my God, 20 people died. You know, I'm not trying to sound insensitive. I'm just looking at it in perspective. I don't want to offend anybody, but it is just anytime you lose life, one, twenty, thirty. And was this all to gun violence? He was saying. Uh, no, he was just saying not just the gun violence. He was just saying he was just speaking on death. Mm-hmm. I mean, most likely though, honestly, the majority, not including the mass shootings, but people dying, yeah. being murdered, usually from guns. True. Not all the time, but yeah, there's a gun problem in America, it's just and a like gun problem, yeah, in general. Yeah, I don't think he was completely wrong, but yeah, I mean, especially if every day we're not looking up the data of how many people are dying every day. Yeah, um, it it doesn't seem as significant as a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I read the news, and every day there's articles of someone passing away, mm-hmm. and sometimes randomly, if I'm bored, I'll type in like a different random city and read their like abc news or something yeah and their head their head page is filled with death too so yeah a lot of death happens every day but i mean it's still like even if there was like like in philadelphia i think they shot up a a block party or something Uh, and i mean it wasn't a huge amount of people that got injured but it was a good amount That, that could be considered a mass shooting still yeah um yeah, I just think any time where it's like somebody just picking off people like that, you know, and it's not even like there was a argument or yeah. <laughs> any type of thing beforehand. I mean, it does just hit differently. But I mean, yeah, he was right and wrong. <laughs> I guess timing. Yeah, I was about to say probably just <laughs> poor timing. Um, yeah. So moving on, we'll get back to uh, Biden. So what what happened with Biden? What did he do? Oh, with him saying, uh, you know, poor, poor kids are just as smart as white. I mean, rich kids. 
And then started now, listening off. He tried to save it, started listening off. He's like, white kids, uh, Asian kids. Da, 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 like, oh, just started. gotcha. I need to hear that part. Yeah. But I, of course, like, we're like, oh, oh. Like, I mean, it's not like, it's not surprising. You know, yeah. it's like, of course, that's how he feels on the inside. But mm-hmm. I'm mad because I see people online defending him. All we know what he meant. That No, he said what he meant. <laughs> What do you mean we know what he meant? He said it. That's why he had to correct himself. Yeah, unfortunately, like, don't you think that kind of speaks to the uh, minority groups are way more affected with poor education than their white counterparts? So, like, he didn't say anything that we don't know. Like, like we kind of, we know they're just as smart, but the resources are bad. Well, I think what that proven was just the problem that we have in general as a society of human beings, where it's everything is compared to white okay if you're not you know what i'm saying you compare everything you do to how white people do it so Mm. that's why it's like poor kids aka minorities Mm. because there's poor white kids too uh poor kids because he didn't mean white kids Mm. there are poor white kids so that's the thing like you know what i'm saying like you said poor kids are just as smart as white kids so you're comparing everyone to white as white being (laughs) white is right White is the best that you can achieve. That is what you should, you know, try to attain to be. That should be your goal. So that's why I'm like when people are saying, like, we know what he meant. Yeah, he said what he meant. Mm. He believes that they're the superior race. (laughs) And that's that. (laughs) And he's in the lead, yo. He's in the lead. It's crazy. Because, like, I was speaking with my coworker, and he actually told me about it. I didn't even know. And my coworker's white. And he was like, yeah, I'm sure my parents are still going to be like, oh, he's great. I said, well, do they even like know about this? He said, probably not. Like, they don't even like look at anything. They just know that he's affiliated with Obama, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, so he was like that. Because I think he said something like, and he's still in the lead. And I said, well, not after this. He was like, oh, please. He was like, my parents are still going to vote for yeah. him. Like, because yeah. a lot of, just like a lot of people are who don't fully pay attention to everything that goes on, you know? Stuff gets brushed under the rug so quickly now. And especially when you have all these candidates, like you have to do so much research on all these candidates. And if you have and just one. And all keep yeah. on just and, and, morphing. Yeah. And if you have one that's a familiar face via the, the Obama administration, okay. it's lazy work. It's lazy. No, I've seen him before. I don't know about. But it's like, oh, I think it's old. Him and Trump, they old as fuck. Yeah. Like, ugh. Jesus, just senile. Oh, man. <sighs> All right. Uh, Anything else? I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan's, one of Joe Rogan's last podcasts, and he had Bernie Sanders on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, first of all, if he gets in and he's able to get rid of this student debt, whoo, boy. Whew. How many people would benefit from that? Everyone. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Shay's dad just texted me like, "Oh no, Shay was just listening to some song in the car." Shay rap. Shay's so reckless. He's in the car with his dad. And I guess he's playing a song, and the song is talking about some guy sliding some girl panties over. Ooh. Shay, like, <laughs> yeah, Shay out of control, yo. Oh yeah, he told me he wants to be a rapper. I said, now, oh, now, a rapper now, as if there was something previously he was oh, aspiring right, yeah. to be. I'm, I'm going to be a rapper now. Now? <laughs> Nick, what you feel? And then um, he was trying to convince me. I'm so sorry. I cut you off. No, nah, you're good. I'm talking you're about good. this. 
Um, he was trying to convince me to let him get Instagram, and it's a hell no. My son is 10. No, you're not getting it. So then he's like, but I want to be a rapper now. What the fuck? That guy that has nothing to do with Instagram. And he's like, but me and my friend can't with names. I was like, okay, that's nice, but you're still not going to get it. He's like, but can I tell you the names? <laughs> I was like, okay. He goes, I, I want my name to be, he's almost like young AR. I said, <laughs> AR? I know you ain't. I know you ain't talking about guns. He's going to say, ooh. I was, like, I, I, said, you, I was like, Shay, I said, you got, you got to get more creative than that. Like See, that, that goes back to not. the, that goes back to the gun problem. The gun problem in right. America. If, they, if your 10 year old is talking about some young AR. Young AR. So then he said, yesterday he thought about it. He said, all right, my name could be Young Stacks, a little wolf. Oh, God. Young stacks with a dollar sign. I said, "Why is my child so ghetto?" <laughs> Little Philly nigga. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, what was I talking about though? Before we sidetracked. About, I don't know Biden. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about okay. on um, on Joe Rogan podcast the Bernie Sanders was on, and yeah, and if he gets rid of student loans, that'd be amazing. But aside from that, mm-hmm. you know, I got to listen to him in what would be a free-form conversation. Mm -hmm. And it still seemed like he was still in, like, debate mode on CNN, and I just didn't get any substance. Every time Mm -hmm. he was asked about something, he would speak on it for a second, and then he would go into story. He'd be like, yes, well, I was in Chicago when I met a young lady, and she said that uh, (laughs) she's $300,000 in debt from student loans. How is she supposed to survive? And it's just like, all right, so, like, how you going to implement it? Or or what yeah. are, what are we going what are we going to do or how how are you even going to get in with all these candidates like I want to know mm-hmm. how is this even working mm-hmm. you know and I guess he had some ideas like taxing Wall Street to cover the student loan debt um, mm-hmm. it's amazing you know we bail out Wall Street but we won't bail out regular everyday citizens yeah that's struggling they ain't, they ain't gonna make you no them no money. Facts. You know, they want to cycle that money around. And it it just would make sense to me. Like, how do you saddle the future generation with all this debt and still want them to stimulate the economy? Exactly. We can't spend money. We we cannot spend money. Like <laughs> it's a I, sickness. The way they're hoarding money, it's straight up a sickness. <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. It's like you can't even do anything with all that money. <laughs> like, and then like, but so much money you could spend. And then any other fucking time, like. Why was I able to sign a contract at 17 years old to, like, just bind me uh, uh, fiscally for the rest of my life? You don't let me yeah, vote at 17. <laughs> you don't let me smoke cigarettes at 17. I can't rent a car until I'm 26, but I can mm-hmm. sign away my financial freedom for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. There's a disconnect there. Right. And, uh, and then you have all these old folks who are saying, well, when I was in college... You know, I got out and I paid my loans. You, you strap up your bootstraps. Nigga, when you got out of school, you were $3,000 in debt. <laughs> right. Like, fuck out of here, yo. Like, you're nuts. You you can't complain. You can't compare the two. And now you have an older generation that's not spending money because they're just saving it. And then you have the younger generation that physically cannot. So mm-hmm. money is just just stuck in both places. Yeah. The biggest thing would be to try to eliminate this debt. You're going to have home ownership. You're going to boost the, the, right. the housing market. Um, people right. are going to actually get married. I read, I read a statistic that people aren't aren't starting families. <laughs> <Where> how? <laughs> yeah, how? 
wow, people are being responsible with that, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just amazing. I, I don't know how you get excited about voting or participating. I really don't. And I'm not telling anybody not to vote. You do what you feel. But I just don't. How do you feel confident in any candidate? In any candidate? Same bullshit. Yeah. All puppets, yo. We need to get the revolution started. <laughs> I know. Who's going to lead the revolution, y'all? I don't know, because <laughs> my son says to me, what's the point? The world's <laughs> going to be gone 20-something 20, 20 anyway. I was like, well, fuck. Oh, God, leave, Shay. Yeah, that's what the kids are, yeah. They they know we fucked everything up. And I don't even want to say we. We ain't included in this. It's too much emo rap, though, yo. I need my kids to be a I little mean, more. I mean, it's emo rap, but it's also just facts. Like, they are coming up in such... Things are just a Turmoil. mess. I can't imagine, like, all these shootings, all this, like, uh, hateful rhetoric and clips. To yeah, knowledge, information. You know, yeah. they see so much stuff. They get the real of how fucked up the world really is earlier <laughs> yeah. than us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes me feel sad. Yeah, a little bit. I feel sad. I don't have children, <laughs> but I can't imagine my 10-year-old coming to me and saying, well, fuck it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, nigga, what are you, 50? I don't are remember you a... what I was telling him. And he was like, why does it matter? I was like, ooh, so morbid. <laughs> right? Our children are the future. <laughs> you should not be that pessimistic at, at 10, yo. <laughs> like, you gotta wait. Like, I'm a little sourpuss. Like, that's some shit I would say at 30, and that's still yeah, too right. premature. Right. I mean, it's the truth. This world is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You got anything else? Um Yeah, it's unrelated, but well fuck it. We got some time okay. to fill up. Uh so every now and then I go down the rabbit hole of watching like I- I'm fascinated by like older generation black people like the sixties and like the fifties and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh so I go down a rabbit hole and I'll start listening to a whole bunch of like Malcolm X speeches. Or like Fred Hampton. And I love like the black and white. I love how just real and uncensored some of these black folks were. So I'll do that for about a week. And then it'll make me like side eye white people for like three weeks. And then I'll be back. <laughs> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be back. We'll be good again. Right. But no, um, I was just thinking like just how powerful. Malcolm X specifically. Because I was, I was reading a lot into or watching a lot into Malcolm X on YouTube. Just how powerful like these voices are, and I'm just like, yo, bro, like they do not make niggas like this no more. Like, where are these people from? Like, where uh-huh. are they at nowadays? Like, just the power they spoke with and the clarity and and uh, I I don't know, man. But it made mm-hmm. me think. It did make me think. Um, I started listening to, like Fred Hampton and like Black Panthers and really like diving into uh their story. And it just made me think, like, when are we going to get a really uh, in-depth look at the Black Panthers in, like, movie form? Mm -hmm. I want to see that. And I don't want it to be, like, morally justified. Like, I don't like when they go and capture, like, something that happened in the past and they try to steer you on how you should feel about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want the facts put out on the table. And you take away with it what you can or, or what, right. what fits for you. So good, bad, or indifferent, I just want the story told. I'm fascinated by some of that Black Panther stuff. Bro. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just an yeah, amazing we thing. Yeah, we are definitely. I don't know. 
What you mean? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're definitely due for a Black Panthers movie. And I'm like, ugh. They're going to be so scared. They, they, they got mad at Black Panther, the Marvel movie. Like, <laughs> what happens if it's actually about the Black Panthers? Like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> People thought that's what it was going to be about. <laughs> There's a real misconception. There's a real misconception. I wouldn't say misconception, but like the narrative that's played, like any any black revolutionary group is always mm-hmm. looked at as uh dangerous. So like if you talk to somebody who is not informed about it, they'll just call it a uh almost like a terrorist organization when yeah. there was just so much more to the Black Panthers, you know, the free right. free uh free breakfast in the in the communities making sure all the kids eat uh how they were willing to 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 do business with anybody you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying white spanish anybody for the betterment of their people right you know and that was one thing that i found fascinating about malcolm x was the transformation when he came back from from his uh trip to mecca and how his whole narrative kind of changed Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was super militant before, which is very entertaining to listen to. If y'all ever have a chance, go on YouTube and just listen to him speak. He was so fucking raw. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, there was something like they were against integration and they were only against integration because everybody else is self-sufficient and they were preaching yeah. self-sufficiency. Right. You know, and once you start preaching self-sufficiency and their reform rate, so they would take people in from the street that were addicted to drugs, addicted mm-hmm. to this, that, and the third, and, you know, they would reform them into upstanding individuals. You take care of your family. You take care of your wife. They didn't play with adultery. They didn't play with gambling. None of that shit. So, I don't know. There's just so much to these movements that go mm-hmm. that goes unsaid, and I think we're really due for a real dope-ass biopic. Right, you know that would just be amazing. I, I want to see it. Make it happen, Coogler. Where you at? Where you at, Coogler? <laughs> Coogs. Coogs. Ryan Coogs. Uh, but I mean, I think that's it. That's it for the for this episode. What you think? Mm, yeah, I don't have nothing else to say. You don't got nothing else to say? Not right now. No. Hopefully, we got some good news coming soon. I feel like this one is just all the bullshit. We just need, we need, we're going to get a topic for you guys very soon. That's what we need to do. We haven't done one in a while. True. That's facts. Hey, hit us up with it's topics. Facts. Yeah, hit us up with some topics. What y'all want to hear? What would you guys like to learn about? Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> do the legwork. We'll do all the Google searches for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think this wraps it up for this episode of BZ Podcast. Remember, if you like, the information that you're hearing or anything, share it with a friend. Let us know. Um, we really appreciate y'all sticking with us. I know we missed the week. Um, post us on your story. Yeah, post <laughs> us on your stories. And, you know, I think it's it's time for another giveaway. Ooh. I think it's time for another giveaway. We're working on that. So we'll figure, up, we'll figure out the rules and parameters, how to participate. But, um, yeah, definitely. Oh, shout out to everybody rocking with us. Shout out to uh, Sunday Dinner Records. If y'all listened to the past couple episodes, oh yeah, they uh, they've been supplying us with some, some really nice dope music. Mm-hmm. So we're in we're in conversations with them. Uh, hopefully, we provide more music, more to come, and uh, yeah, just hit us up. We'll be around. <laughs> Later, folks. All right, we out.
caught me with my rob, it was never much. Just a trick to smell and shit, I try to sneak a touch. Oh, wow, I wish I could hold a hand and give her a hug. She was married to the man, he was a thug, his name was Lee. He drove a Z, he picked her up at school, probably at three o'clock. When I dream of fairy tales, I think of me and Shelly. See, she's my type of hype, and I can't stand my brother tell me that I should quit chasing and look for something better. But the smile that she shows makes me a go-getter. I haven't gone as far as asking if I could get with her. I just played her by ear and hope she gets the picture. I'm shooting for her heart, got my finger on the trigger. She can be my broad, and I can be her nigga, but all I can do is stay up. Back as kids, we used to kiss when we played through the day. Now she's more sophisticated, highly educated, not at all overrated. I think I need a prayer to get in a book, and it looks rather dry. I guess a twinkle in her eye is just a twinkle in her eye. Although she's crazy stepping, I'll try and stop the stride, cause I won't have no more of that. My opinion got me pretending she didn't have me Sprung like a chicken, takes my tail like a dog And she was kind of like a star, thinking I was like a fan Dude, she looked good, downside she had a man He was a booty too, I think him poop She told me soon your little birdie's gonna fly the coop She was a flake like corn, and I was born Not to understand, by letting her pass I have to be 